Welcome to another Thoughts from the Truck episode OTRs. Today's Thoughts from the Truck episode is going to focus on Marketing 101. What I'm going to do is I'm going to introduce our topic for March, and that's Marketing in the Veterinary Practice. Whether you're a first-year graduate associate, an established associate, a young owner, or a well-seasoned owner, you can take advantage of the thousands of free tutorials or low-cost classes online to get yourself educated about the small business marketing plans that are out there. Things you can do to increase your awareness in the market, improve your KLT, your know, your like, your trust with your clients, and just improve your overall bottom line. Today, I'm going to give you an overview of a couple of different areas you can leverage to improve marketing for your practice, as well as some different ways or different ways to generate content for those marketing areas. As we get further into the month, I'm going to drill down deeper into specific different marketing strategies on different marketing platforms, whether that's social media, website, SEO, search engine optimization, for those of you who don't know, email, flyers, all of those things will be covered this month. So stay tuned for the rest of the month, OTRs, for the thoughts from the truck episodes that will focus on marketing 101 for the veterinary practice. So the real challenge is, how do veterinarians like us, who don't have the time, resources, or financial backing of a multi-million dollar company, who are faced with irregular work schedules, on calls, and emergencies, how can we facilitate our own personal and professional growth so we can continue to offer superior service to our clients while still remaining competitive in today's market? That is the challenge, and this podcast will provide you the roadmap to its solution. I'm your host, Dr. Eric, and welcome to Operators to Owners. Welcome back, OTRs. Today, I'm really excited to talk to you about marketing, mostly because it's something that anyone can try or anyone can do. It's something that is at the level of business management, but you don't require a whole lot of financial knowledge for the business. So it's something that a associate can get into really easily without making a owner uncomfortable or requiring a ton of divulging of actual business information in terms of bottom line and things like that. But still, you can give them a little bit of leeway and make them feel more valued as a team member. And if you're an associate and you're looking for a way to really create a big impact for your practice, marketing presents you with a great solution for that. Now, by no means am I an expert on marketing. I'm simply self-educated marketer. And by no means am I able to encompass all of the different things that I'm going to talk to you about within my veterinary practice. There's just simply not enough hours in the day for me to do that. But what I can do is share a couple of the pieces of information along the way this month of things that I've learned as I've been expanding personally. Things that you might be able to use or leverage in your business. Now, not everything is going to be for everybody or for every practice. But I hope that each single episode, I can give you one piece of information that you can use to improve the marketing strategy for your practice. And again, improve your bottom line, increase the quality of care you can give your clients, or just simply educate them about the things that you actually offer. 
Now, I strongly believe that marketing potentially has the largest single impact on the bottom line for your business. Most people won't be able to buy what they don't know that exists. And what I mean is, there have been studies done, and specifically Microsoft's one big name that's been tied to them, that show that people need 3 to 20 touches. And you've heard me talk about this before. But basically, they need exposure 3 to 20 times before they're going to purchase something. They need to become educated. They need to become confident that it works. They need to see that everybody else is using it. They need to see a little bit of peer pressure. They need to see a little bit of results. And then they're going to buy into the system. And that's what marketing can do for you is it can create these additional touches and build on this KLT, we like to call it, or this know, like, and trust. Now, veterinarians have a ton of KLT, right? People come to us when their animals are at their sickest, expecting us to be able to help them. In the majority of time, we are able to do something like that, whether that's care for the animal or provide compassion for the owner if we can't create a solution for that problem. So we have a ton of KLT or know, like, and trust built up already. But by marketing and educating or entertaining even through marketing, we're able to build this up even more and more and more. And as KLT values increase, it's been proven that purchasing increases as well. So if you can build that KLT up, your clients are much more likely to purchase your services or trust you in general. Now, Historically, most veterinary practices have relied on word of mouth as their primary marketing tool, right? Practice good medicine, be involved in the community. All of those simple, very high quality small business techniques have been the mainstay of veterinary practice growth. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, personally, my practice has done almost all of their growth through that prior to me even starting to wet my toes in the marketing community. And so again, nothing wrong with that, but we can increase the efficiency of this particular technique by leveraging things like social media, SEO, websites, Google My Business, email, flyers, all of these different things can be done and optimized to improve this word of mouth and create a digital footprint that's almost like a digital word of mouth. And at this point in time, Many of the associates you're hiring, heck, even many of us young owners have grown up within the age of social media, electronics, the internet. There are very few people who are coming out or have come out in the last 10 or 15 years that haven't lived this life and understood this. So the environment is ripe for those people to take advantage of this and again, build that KLT, build that know, like, and trust with our clients. The other advantage of this is never before have we seen the ability to have such a targeted marketing campaign. So just picture this. Think of the Super Bowl ads that are one, two, three, five million dollars per small segment. They reach a ton of people. But do they reach a demographic for that particular company that is what they're actually targeting? So if you know what I mean. Let's say Coca-Cola pays for an ad. Now, obviously, millions of people who drink soda are going to see that ad. However, a good chunk of those people aren't going to drink soda at all. So now they've paid millions of dollars to get in front of all of these people. But a good chunk of them are wasted dollars to get in front of them. In today's world, 
believe it or not, on social media, on Google ads, on email, you know, if you've got an email list, if you use Google ads, if you use social media and you use the paid ads, you can target very, very specific audiences down to the people directly in your area or down to a specific age demographic or specifically people who have searched for X, Y, or Z or who have watched these YouTube ads. You can get super, super targeted and you can get these hot leads or these people who are probably going to be very good clients or potential clients. And this has never been able to be done before, but this is now the reality of the marketing world. I mean, who hasn't talked about something within their house with their spouse, their child, their coworker, and all of a sudden they're on Facebook a little bit later and that ad pops up for that same exact thing. That is how targeted today's world of marketing is. And we can take advantage of that as people, again, who have a high level of KLT. We're not cold selling to a lot of these people. A lot of these people know who we are. They know who our businesses are. So we can leverage on that. So what do you do? What is? Where do we start? Again, this is Marketing 101. I'm going to assume you have no knowledge whatsoever and you have an interest in doing this. Now, certainly there are really great agencies out there that can do this for you. And obviously there's a price to pay for that. And maybe you don't have time for it. But understanding the absolute basics of this are incredibly important because there ain't more than enough swindlers out there that will do your marketing, your social media marketing, your digital marketing for you and charge you an arm and a leg for things that cost almost nothing that would take a small amount of time for anybody within your entire staff to do for you. So I highly encourage you, whether you're into this, you're going to pay somebody to do it, or you're really interested in trying this, is to educate yourself. Now, there are thousands and thousands and thousands of trainings out there. Simply search, you know, social media marketing, SEO, um, you can look for hashtags, all of those different things, whatever you're really interested in, you can type that into Google and you'll get a hundred different free trainings on that. Um, personally, if I'm looking for something, I love YouTube. I'll just keep scrolling through and, and clipping through different videos until I find the thing I'm looking for. Um, I've also bought many, many, many cheap online classes. I mean, I'm talking... Um, 12 to maybe 50 bucks I've spent at maximum. You know, there are thousand dollar classes or more out there, but these are great ways to, again, wet your feet for very little money. And you, if you get one little thing out of it, much like this podcast, if you get one little thing for your time invested, it's going to come out. It's going to pay off so much better. Now, if you're looking for experts in their fields, people who are, you know, not marketing one-on-one people like I'm teaching you right now, but experts, multi-million dollar company type of experts, Here's a couple podcasts that I listen to on an absolute regular basis because they give me really good points and I get something every single podcast I listen to. The big name right now podcast out there is the Gary V show. He's huge. If you know TikTok at all, he's huge into that as well. Um, you know, that's the hot commodity. Some of his podcast content on the Gary V show is very redundant, but it drills home the message that he's trying to drill home. Um, I also listen to Eventual Millionaire, which is a small business podcast that talks about building your business up. And they have a lot of marketing content on that as well. I like Entrepreneurs on Fire. If you've listened to me before, you know that I like JLD. He presents some great content, gets great interviews. Um, you know, you can't lose listening to him. 
Um, I also, again, people have heard this if you've listened to me before, but the Marketing Secrets podcast um, by Russell Brunson, he was probably my first or one of my first podcasts I listened to, and I still listen to every episode he puts out. He puts great content out. It's short form, but it's really short and to the point. Um, Sometimes it gets salesy. But a lot of times when he gets salesy, quite honestly, I'm actually listening to how he's selling because it's marketing 101, really. You're listening to one of the best in the world sell. So I listen just to listen to how he would sell me and try and take points from that. Um, The other things I listen to, these are a little bit smaller podcasts, but I listen to The Marketing Matrix, which is also a very good, smaller, um, less uh, regular podcast, very good information. Um, The Sweaty Startup is a new podcast, and it's all about... Um, basically manual labor, small business startups, but he has some really good information there. Um, do it yourself kind of marketing stuff, how you can optimize websites, things like that. That's a really good one. Um, the Noah Kagan presents podcast. Um, Noah Kagan, um, oh, what the heck is his name? His business, it escapes me right now. Um, uh, AppSumo, his business is all around very low cost software exposure. So he runs all these different um, deals where you can get 200 $300, $400 pieces of software for 50 bucks for annual membership and stuff like that. Um, so there's really good marketing stuff on there. A lot of times he'll, he'll run the specials through or something like that on his um, website. So that's really good. And then the last one is a, a really, really good podcast. The reason it's the last one that I list is because it used to be a weekly podcast. Um, there's tons of banked content that's really, really good for this podcast, but now they're monthly and I think the quality has actually stepped back a little bit. They lost one of their hosts, um, but the podcast is The Fizzle Show. And again, it's a small business entrepreneurial podcast, really, really great content for marketing and just overall business growth. Um, they also, again, are a business in and of themselves that helps small businesses grow. So if you're looking to educate yourself, Again, YouTube, Google, pay for some really, really cheap classes. Don't get swindled into those hundreds and thousand dollar classes. Um, pay for those cheaper ones. Seek out a little bit of education. Watch your feet and see what you like. Maybe it's not for you, but maybe it is. And maybe it's something really simple where you're like, hey, I can go on my website and I can do some minor search engine optimization. Or, hey, I can understand that I need to do a couple basic things so that my Google returns a little bit better. Or maybe I want to spend $5 on Facebook ads and here's how I A and B test and figure out what ad is the best one for me and the best return for my investment. So once you've done that basic education, what you need to do, or maybe while you're getting this basic education, what you can do if you're an associate is you want to talk to your owners and kind of identify the key profit areas for your practice. You know, whether that's a service, a product, or or those kinds of things that you want to emphasize because it's going to have the best return for your practice. Now, if you're an owner, you're going to kind of have an idea where those areas are and where those opportunities um, for growth or, or, or even if you get to the point of competitive advantage. If you're looking at, you know, your neighbor doesn't have digital x-ray or your neighbor doesn't have ultrasound or cold laser um, or maybe uh, your neighbor roll in tax instead of cuts, DAs or something like that. Um, what is your competitive advantage and IDing that and then using that to really... Um, create again a unique ad that makes you stand out against your competition locally Um, so you want to be doing those things kind of while you're learning these basics another thing that's really easy low-hanging fruit for people to do is website modernization i mean um, and and hand in hand with that would be facebook modernization 
go to your Facebook page, go to your website, make sure all your links work, make sure you can click through. And there are many different programs. I can talk about those um, at a later podcast this month um, that will go through your website and just make sure all of your links work. Um, you know, using things like uh, Google Adware or Ad Tracker, um, things like that will really help you uh, making sure your website's actually working and people are actually visiting it. But also just going, hey, have I updated my website in the last five years? I mean, it's amazing to me how many veterinary websites are still archaic, um, <laughs> mine included. Um, kind of working on a modernization of that right now. Now, do websites generate a ton of traffic or sales? Not necessarily, but they are almost like that storefront when somebody walks by um, a business on Main Street. You got to have something there that grabs attention that says, hey, we're kind of a legit business or we're cutting edge. Um, and the other thing that I don't think a lot of people realize is when you're thinking of, you know, that storefront and getting yourself out there when you're looking, people are searching for, let's just say, small animal clinics in whatever town you're in, um, Google will preferentially rate you, obviously, SEO or search engine optimization, the keywords and things like that that they're searching for. That'll help you. But Google will pre preferentially rate you if you have new content and regular put, regularly put new content on your website. So having new content on your website every week, and you'll see this in operators and owners, I'll make small tweaks on my website every week to make sure that my returns on this search engine optimization are optimized. So by making this new content every week, it will automatically bump you up further up when people search for the topics related to your website. Other things that you can do on social media, marketing 101, is seek to entertain not everything you put up there has to be businessy. Not everything has to be a sale, right? Just entertain. And reposts are fine. You know, one of my favorite things to see are client reposts. So if my clients put up some kind of interesting information or, you know, for us, twins, triplets, you know, quads, those types of things coming out of cows are really, really exciting. And a lot of times they'll make, you know, local or national media coverage. So reposting that is great from a standpoint of generating some content for people to see on your website without you having to make it. You're getting exposure for your clients as well, which is pretty awesome and that gets them excited. So now you've kind of got a win-win for everybody involved. So again, you don't have to you know, generate this content every time. Even if it's, let's just say you follow an expert, say um, you, know, you follow a board certified surgeon or um, I think it's vet girl in, small, in the small animal world that does in essence the same thing that I do at a much higher level with CE and things like that. If, if she posts something that you like and you follow her, repost that content if you think that your clients would benefit from that. Reposting is fine. It gets you those numbers and it's going to get eyes on your overall website or Facebook page as well. The next thing you can do, marketing 101 secrets here, um, seek to educate. You know, we are the experts in our field or we're the expert bridges. Um, and we can be these quote unquote knowledge brokers where we share the information that comes out of research. Like, like I do with the cutting edge with you guys is take the research or take your CE information and share it. A lot of times, you know, I find this in my herd checks as well. And I know for my small animal brethren out there, you probably struggle even more than I do because I get a little bit of socialization time, but 15 to 30 minutes of appointments or, or sick cow work or something like that is a very, very narrow window to try and educate our clients. Now, if you leverage marketing as an educational tool, you're going to build again that know, like, and trust with your client. And as that builds, as you build that up, 
you can come in and make a sale later. So every marketing technique that you do doesn't necessarily have to be um, revolving around an actual sale. But in these ways, when we seek to educate, we build that know, like, and trust. We build that value for our clients. And they see all that value add that we have. And it makes them continue to return to us, continue to want our services, continue to want our products. And those are the types of things that get people to buy drugs from you instead of online or use your services instead of a layperson's services around. So again, just think of marketing out of the context of, you know, that slimy salesman and think more of marketing as a way in maybe which you can entertain or educate your clients as well. Two more points for you guys in marketing 101. Number one, and this is one, again, if you listen to the Gary Vee show, he beats this thing down to the ground, kicks the dead horse, puts it in the ground, and then gives it a couple more kicks. And forgive my pun here, but he really, really thinks that you should be posting five or more times a day on social media. That means LinkedIn, TikTok, Facebook, um, Instagram, all of those you're posting at least, you know, three to five times per day. I'm not a firm believer in that in turn context of business marketing. I think, yes, it's important to do that because it beats the algorithms a little bit. So you get more posts up there. So the chances of more people seeing you is better. Your identification is better. Your no like, and trust is better in theory, but I think you can, content can get a little washed out that way. Now, I think, you know, one to two posts per day or, um, you know, one to three really educational or value adding posts per week is something that a business should target. But the thing that you need to know is that one post is better than no post. Two posts is better than one post. So if you're starting from nothing, just start, just create one thing, one good value add. If it's nothing else, then, you know, like the cutting edge that I do post one thing that you learned that week. I'm sure that you have a case that you look something up or an article that you read. And even if it's not necessarily completely related to veterinary medicine, maybe it's something, you know, related to family and pets or something like that. Um, you know, how people live longer with pets or um, the benefit of walking your dog for your health, those types of things. Even if you post something up like that, it's getting your name out there. It's helping you create this brand neck recognition. It's building that know, like, and trust. But just post regularly. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. doesn't matter when you do it. You know, you'll notice my podcast that come out every Monday morning at 5.30 in the morning. You'll notice my podcast comes out every Wednesday morning at 5.30 in the morning. This regularity is absolutely critical because it gets people to go, oh, it's Wednesday, time for this new podcast. I need to go check this out and see if it's there. And it also gets you committed to this schedule of regular content rollout. And as you do it over and over again, it becomes easier and easier. And you're going to get more and more marketing done in a smaller period of time, more education, more experience, and it's going to get more efficient and more productive for you. So again, it doesn't matter if you do it Gary Vee style five times a day on five different platforms, or if you're going to do it the simplistic style of once a week on whatever platform you pick, just do it regularly. Finally, the last thing is from an efficiency standpoint, if you create really high quality content, so some of you who've been on operators and owners have seen this, if you create really high quality content, you can reuse some of that content and repackage it in different ways. So I've got a following here at operators and owners that's from overseas. 
Some of them don't speak the best English. So my podcast is not an ideal way to give them information. So a lot of times if I have time, I try to write a relevant blog article based on that, that they can then translate and read and get the content as well. Similarly, if those of you who are in the Facebook group will see me break down my long series um, podcasts into smaller, really information packed quotes that go on there with small, um, you know, uh, primers basically in the comments section for those social media posts. So in essence, I package some of that content that I've given you guys here in the podcast in a small little pill that people can take, get a benefit or a value add out of in you know, three to five seconds of reading. And now I've helped them out. Um, and I haven't had to create completely new content. And Gary Vee talks about this a lot in his podcast as well, but just taking what you've got and breaking it down into smaller bite-sized pieces. So say you're going to write that one piece of content for the week, but you're going to write, let's say, um, a three or 5,000 word blog article about X, Y, or Z disease or preventing obesity in pets or something like that. Now you can take that article, write it, and then clip out individual quotes out of that article of something you've written. And then just post that into a nice little canvas slide or something on Facebook. And now you've got a whole new piece of content. So now instead of one post per week, you've broken it out into two posts per week or three posts per week, or maybe you use it for a flyer and you break your key points out of that blog article. And now you've got a flyer to send your clients. Or maybe you break that down into a small short video or something like that where you voice this over um, on a video frame or even, uh, you know, things I've tossed around in my brain but haven't implemented is even a clinic-specific podcast that's, you know, five or ten minutes maybe per week or per month where you, in essence, read your blog, blog article, but you're presenting that information in a different media context, in a different marketing contest, context that allows you to hit your clients in a different way that they might not have been exposed had they had to read it. But now they can listen to you on their commute to work or something like that. So repackaging, reusing, shrinking, condensing, um, and even expanding content can provide you different ways to help you post regularly um, and have a bigger overall footprint. So again, OTRs, this is basically marketing 101. And I've just touched on, you know, like I said, tipping your toe into the water, or excuse me, dipping your toe into the water into marketing. And by no means, again, am I an expert at this, but I'm going to share my journey, share what I've learned with you guys over the course of the next month. And this information will evolve. And I'm sure I'll come back and visit this again, either this year um, or throughout different lessons as we go through different topics every month here, or even again in a year from now. And I'll have way more information to share with you guys as I grow and learn. But I'm really excited to share what I know already with you and see where it takes us. I would invite you guys to please, 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 please comment on this episode. Join our Facebook group at otovets.com forward slash Facebook. Give me feedback on what's working for you guys, um, what marketing strategies you're using in your practice, whether you're a large animal, small animal, mixed animal, or even if you're at the university, how are you creating this brand, whether it's a um, business brand or a personal brand, things like that, that are what is actually working for you right now. I'd love to hear what's working for you guys and where you're learning it so that you know I can help develop myself and our community um, together. So thank you again for joining me, OTRs, and carry on. If you liked this content and want more, 
Join our OTO community at otovets.com forward slash Facebook. Also, check out our blog at otovets.com forward slash blog. And don't miss our cutting edge episodes where we cover the latest in peer-reviewed scientific research related to large animal veterinary medicine. You can find the written context at otovets.com forward slash cutting edge, or you can listen to it at our podcast at otovets.com forward slash podcast. Please join our community for an active discussion about today's podcast, past podcasts, and other decisive topics within veterinary medicine. Thanks again for joining us today, OTOers, and carry on.